On this episode, I sit down with my youngest daughter, Bear. It's a talk that many daughters and fathers dread or neglect to have. Even worse, a lot of teenage girls don't have a positive male figure in their life to even speak to if they wanted to. Our talk is about boys, and in particular, Bear's relationship to boys. As a teen myself, I witnessed firsthand how girls who were told by parents they couldn't talk to boys, they had to dress a certain way, and would be punished if their parents found out otherwise. Typically, these girls would come to school wearing one thing, leaving the house only to change into something else at school. They also were the ones who were the most wild and mistreated by boys. Unfortunately, these young ladies acted like that because they didn't know any better and didn't have someone who loved them to teach them different. It is my hopes that this episode helps to create more open conversations between parents and their children. Also, that it serves as a source of knowledge for those young ladies who can't talk to someone about these topics. So today, we're going to talk about your journey from your phase that you went through in junior high with boys and where you're at now with your mindset when it comes to boys. All right? Okay. So when when did you start finding interest in boys? Was it junior high or elementary school? Elementary school. And at that young age, what was your thought with them? Mm, I didn't really have much thought. I just really liked this one guy and I just like found him so attractive. Didn't really know much of about relationships. I just knew my friends had boyfriends and they would just hang out, you know, <laughs> kiss, I guess. And I just really liked this one guy and I not much to it. And did you make him your boyfriend? Um towards the end, yeah always accomplish my goals (laughs) (laughs) and was that a positive experience in your life um I mean it really didn't do much for me it was just like a little I didn't really get hurt the only reason I got hurt is because like the best friend that I had started dating him even though she knew that I had the biggest crush since fourth grade on him started dating him after you broke up or before you guys even? <laughs> before. So she knew you had a big crush on him? Mm-hmm. Ever since fourth grade, she'd start dating him, like, maybe sixth grade. Yeah. And it was always him. Like, there's like, other... There were, like, other kids that were attractive, but I don't know. Like, I've never even talked to him, but I just... <laughs> I just like for had, years, yeah. Just admired from afar. Yeah, I just had this biggest crush on him, and I do not know why, but like, my eyes were just always on him. And that crushed you when your best friend at the time started dating him. Very much so. And did your friendship end pretty quickly there with her? Um, I would say yeah, but she really didn't understand the reason why I started like disting myself. Like I started hanging out with other girls and she would she kind of just like oh like we're like getting separated and she would ask questions and like I 
my mindset, like, I didn't really talk about my problems. I was just like, mm, like, I'm not going to talk to you anymore. Like, I would say hi to her, but, like, it was just kind of like, eh, didn't really want to hang out with her anymore. So to her, she didn't do anything wrong. She didn't know any, it wasn't, you guys didn't make a big deal of it. You just started going your another way, and she went on her own way. Mm-hmm. And then, so did you ever make that guy your boyfriend? In the in the end, I believe so. I oh. did, but like I believe like it was like towards the end of like sixth grade when it was ending, mm-hmm. and like I think um, I don't know remember like if we broke up or not. We just like st- stopped talking after sixth grade graduation. Yeah, just an elementary school type we, relationship. Yeah, where you have the title but you don't talk. You don't yeah. even hang out. <laughs> no. Nothing. Mm-mm. And then when you so then you go to junior high. And in junior high, what were your interest? What's your interest level on boys at that time? Well, in junior high, I I finally like guys started like paying more attention to me, and I knew when when they did that, like on this feeling, I really liked that attention and I really craved it. So like any guy that would give me attention, like I would talk to them, and always just. You know, the same thing always just ended. So I remember in, in elementary school, I remember that, that happening. And and I also remember that one boy being the only boy you ever talked about. But in junior high, it seemed like there was a different boy, probably like every two weeks or something, that you were crushing on and that you were talking about. And it's it makes like, me sound so bad, but, uh, yeah. And, you know, that's what we would say. It's like, who's the new flavor of the week? Mm-hmm. And what, so what What was the big change in you that, like, I, I understand you say you loved the attention, you craved it, and it was very, like, fulfilling for you at that time. But why did it need to be from a different guy all the time? I think it's because... I found out like that guy wasn't I I think it was because like he would do something I didn't like and I I was just like why am I going to waste my time on you when I know there's another guy that likes me and that's going to give me the same attention you're giving me so that, I think that was like my mindset there so you constantly were searching for that what they call like the honeymoon period where you're first getting to know each other and mm-hmm the person can do no wrong and everything they do is is like all sunshines and rainbows mm-hmm. but then as soon as you got serious mm-hmm. then you started finding out things and and then you're like oh actually I don't like this guy mm-hmm. let me go get that new feeling again mm-hmm. it's not that like I I didn't like like it just didn't work out it was like not like trying to be serious it was like there's never really a serious relationship I had and it was just kind of like, oh, like, I don't want to say like a toy, but like, kind of like, oh, like, I don't know how to explain it, but like, he, like, people, like, the guys I would talk to, they wouldn't really do wrong, it was just like, they would say something I didn't like, or they won't, like, I, when it came to like, I don't know, kissing, or like that, I would get nervous, because I didn't know if I was a good kisser or not. I would think too like too much of it and they would like push it and I'm just like you know what like I don't want to do this anymore and they would start like 
getting weird and I would be like okay like it's over like I don't really need to feel uncomfortable when I could just go talk to another guy and start all over yeah and so when they when they would want to kiss and you say you didn't want to you seen them change a lot like was they were they always you could tell like that was their main goal in whatever type of relationship you guys had was that they wanted a kiss and then maybe take it further mm-hmm. and and it wasn't so much to get to know bear no never i I've never really like honestly met a guy that tried to like get to know me until like now my sophomore year okay. and and so all those different boys it was you've seen the same thing over and over mm-hmm. and then you yourself when did you finally figure out like hey what i'm doing right now there's a it's a pattern that i'm doing and i actually don't like it like when did when were did you become aware of that i would say my freshman year of high school yeah so all junior high you didn't even catch it you just kept going at it mm-hmm and so in high school, what, how'd you, how'd that come about? How'd you end up becoming aware that what you were doing? I think it was um, when it was a big change after I was talking to this one guy, and and I I didn't know like if I liked him or I just wanted attention, and so I kind of just like started talking to him, and like he would. He would say he wanted to hang out or like he wanted to hang out with me, wanted to, what's it called, go on a date, you know, never really happened. And like, I think it was when we were like at a party, like a, like a homecoming dance and I went to go talk to him and he didn't like really pay attention and in my head. I was just like, like, dang, I really, I really do not need this in my life. Like, I know I was kind of... I wouldn't say I wasn't confident in myself, but I wasn't as confident as I am now. So that kind of like in my head, like I was, I just sat down like after that because I had a great time. I ended up dancing. I went with with Elena. I had a great time with her, and it's always a great time with her. And I just remember that night. I just remember thinking like I'm like I'm more than just my body. Like I. Like, I'm I'm not, I don't know how to put in words, but, like, I'm more than, than an object to guys. Like, I've, I've heard people say, like, like, from my family, like, your mindset is, like, not as, as other kids. And, like, I kind of, like, like, I didn't really see it, but then I did, and I just, like, I just kind of, and I kind of just, like, finally just thought like I'm gonna think this route I'm gonna think of myself as I I don't know I was just gonna think of myself as more of a woman and not just a little girl and so when I started believing in that like I don't know like a vibe came off for me I started attracting people are more serious and I've I remember I what's it called I ha- I I met this guy in my my Spanish class and we hit it off really well like 
we would talk it was I just felt like myself like I didn't have to like act a certain way in front of him and turns out I guess I was too clingy for Mm -hmm. him (laughs) and like and that 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 changed me a lot because I knew like it didn't hurt me when he said that so I was just like oh you don't want me then like fine like I'm totally cool with that like if I then that I'm not gonna waste my time on you you know and um and prior to that so would you say he ended the relationship or was he telling you that you were clingy so you're like fine and I don't want to be in this relationship anymore I know he um stopped talking to me randomly he stopped trying to hang out with me and I remember asking him like once he didn't want to hang out and I was like oh maybe he's just busy asked him twice and I was like okay like I'm like okay I get the hint yeah I get the hint I don't need to but and he ends up a couple of weeks calling me saying he wants to hang out told him no I'm not really interested and then again he called me asking like oh like I miss you and I want to hang out with you and like I just I just remember just asking like like why now like why did you like stop talking to me and he's and then he's just like oh I kind of thought you were clingy I'm just like okay it's been two weeks what do you think I've changed (laughs) in the past two weeks and he's just like uh I don't know I just I miss you and I want to hang out with you and I'm just like okay like I'm I don't want to play games like I didn't like you I told you how you made me feel and how I felt about you and you kind of just ghosted me and that's kind and I told him that's like disrespectful and I don't I didn't appreciate that so I just kind of left it after that and then he's like he was trying to like always like call me and I and always ask to hang out at lunch and I just kind of like right there I was just like no like I don't want to and that right there that gave me more confidence in myself when I stood up for myself because now he he sees a value in me and now he thought like he just could come back and forth and I was like now I'm done playing games and that's like that's where the switch in my head when I'm like I'm more than just an object you know so that was the big shift for you I feel like yeah and and you're saying after that shift when you got that extra boost of confidence you started attracting different types of boys definitely and so what do you how do you think that happens like why what happened to the that um boys that certain type of boy that you were attracting before where'd they go what happened to them just because you changed in your mind they're going for girls that were just like me back then easy to prey on you know Mm mm-hmm and now that they see, like, I, I stand up for myself, I hold myself, I feel like I hold myself well, and, um, and I feel like they know that they don't have a chance, like, they don't have enough to offer me, and I don't want to waste my time with that, you know? Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's, it's like a vibe you give off, you know? Like, I, I give a vibe off, I don't want to play games, and that's when they, like, that's when they stop approaching me. I'm sure, like, they try to talk to me, but, like, I already know what they're about, so I, I don't give them a time of day because I'm not, I'm not into that attention anymore. So I'm, a lot of what you went through built that confidence, but you also would work on yourself on a personal level just for you 
mm-hmm. right? Whether it was um, sports or whether it was working out, whether it was learning about you know motivational things, and mm-hmm. you would constantly work on yourself on the back end, and then on when you were at school, that helped change you, and now moving forward I agree with you you put off this vibe and people can see it and it's great because the ones you don't want to even spend any time on don't even approach you anymore Mm -hmm. and maybe you get less attention from lots of people but you get more quality attention Mm -hmm. by a smaller amount of people and are you happy with that very happy I I don't know if you've noticed but my mood my mood's been, I've been feeling great, and I've never really, I mean, I've had, like, good moments, I feel great, but, like, I, it just feels different, like, I feel alive, like, I want to go out and do things, I want to hang out with friends, and usually I just want to be, like, in my room, doing nothing, just on my phone, but now I just, I don't know, I just feel, like, feel happy and alive, but I do have my bad moments, but I know how to handle them now. And it's not so dependent on attention from a boy anymore like it was in junior high early high school to where if you didn't have a new boy toy you were Mm -hmm. moody upset didn't want to do much but then as soon as a new you know relationship started or getting to know a new person you were all happy Mm -hmm. and all but all you also want to do is facetime them Mm -hmm. text them it was like your world revolved around others Mm -hmm. giving you love and attention and then there was that shift that you talked about that in yourself where where did you start receiving that love and attention from that filled that void because you know we always talk about you can't just stop doing one thing without Mm -hmm. putting something else in its place so if that bad habit of relying on boys to give you that love and attention what did you fill that void with Uh, I honestly think it was more focusing on myself like I started going to the gym way more going to practice being more dedicated and I really felt like the gym helped me a lot because I felt confident like I I was working on my goals I know I wanted a bigger thigh bigger butt like and I was working on it and like I know like you can't see the you can't see like the progress but like in my head like I just I just felt great like Mm -hmm. I knew I could see myself in the future like this is where I want to be, and I feel great. I'm going to keep on doing it. And boys started, like, my head just going away. Like, I stopped thinking about them, like, not wanting that attention because my most of my attention was going to the gym. Basically just staying busy and just... The gym and then freshman year, that's when you started wrestling. Mm-hmm. And a whole lot of your attention been coming from there, whether it was from your coaches, your teammates your family going to watch you like that's a whole nother level of attention and love that you didn't have before in junior high Mm -hmm. so i'm sure that had a lot to do with it you think definitely and and the gym and wrestling and a new mindset of where you weren't going to put up you weren't going to tolerate all the all that pain you went through before you weren't going to be at fault for it anymore you know you weren't going to set yourself up for Mm -hmm. failure Definitely. So now you've you've stayed on this track and have you felt like your mindset 
the, your attitude, your the, your way of thinking, that has alienate alienated you from a lot of other maybe peers your age. I would I would think so, but I I know my peers and how they act, so I know if I wanted to talk to someone, I'm not saying I would reach down to their level, but I would focus on things we have in common, like. Um, for example, um, the only example I have is with Crystal, but I knew that I didn't, the reason why I didn't really like Crystal, I don't think it was because of her, herself, I think it's just because the things I've heard since I was little, and how my mom was so hurt, and I kind of just, like, based my hate off of that. Mm-hmm. So anything like anything she would do like I would it would get me so frustrated. And I knew me hanging out with her would make you happy and like once you guys like got engaged I knew like oh I could talk to her about that because I've I would love to get I would love to get married. That just seems happy just waking up with a ring on your finger. And it's just like I would just talk to her about that. And the same thing with the kids like just things I just like talk about what they're interested in and what like oh I know a little bit about that so I just talk about that and not usually I try to stay away from talking about drama but that's mm-hmm. usually their main thing they like but like I just go off of oh you like basketball like what do you like about basketball or you um you like softball like oh I played softball for a while and I just basically just talk about what they like and what we have in common and when it comes to them talking about the relationships they're in Mm -hmm. do you see a lot what's the like percentage of them that you see are in happy relationships that are actually healthy compared to being used being unhappy being cheated on um if i'm being honest i've haven't seen like an actual healthy relationship in my grade and them like it's usually that guy is making her feel some type of way and she's confused on if if she if he actually likes her or like if he just wants this from her and it's kind of just like that I've never really seen like an actual healthy relationship where they want to grow with each other Mm -hmm. yeah and to me it's one it takes that experience to go through but you could go through that same experience a hundred times with a closed mind and never change Mm -hmm. it's not until you start opening your mind being self-aware and then you could learn from each relationship and Mm -hmm. get better and better at them Um, do you feel how do you feel about your level of relationship experience and you're in a new relationship now that you seem very happy with but you've also already had things that uh, basically the honeymoon period is over like there's things mm-hmm. that you guys have to work on and from what you've our talks you guys have worked on them mm-hmm. the, the, the young man you're with right now he seems to be very open to communication and want to, to explain things and want to hear your explanation and I know you are open to talking to them, but there are still those times where you kind of close down mm-hmm. because of what you think 
he should interpret or he should know mm -hmm. but so it's like a work in progress right definitely yeah because like <clears throat> we're not like together together but like I guess we're like talking and and it's like kind of hard for me to like open up because like I barely open up to my family like I'm barely I'm barely like starting to be open so it's kind of hard for me to like open up to a a guy <clears throat> not a random guy but a guy that I actually like you know and it's and it's honestly like hard but I know that I want more than just like a little kid relationship you know so I know that I'm and I know that I'm gonna have to put myself in uncomfortable situations and open up and talk about my feelings and I feel like the only thing that really stops me is about like oh what is he gonna say or like how is he gonna react like or he can't really help me in this problem but and I when I do end up opening up I feel so much better I get it's not maybe not the reaction I would like but it's not a, react, a reaction that I thought it was going to be uh -huh. and why I was like closing down and it's I, I honest I don't really know do you feel you're getting better and better at it though the more you do it definitely yeah I feel like once you get over that step when you like first open up it come it gets easier every time mm -hmm. and I've definitely noticed that yeah I'm, I'm a firm believer that you do gain momentum from whatever it is you're doing that if you do it over and over it gets easier and easier mm -hmm. and I a lot of the big issues you would have that you would bring and, and we would talk about is you would make up a story in your mind of what he would be thinking or what he would say if you said something mm -hmm. and so that's what we would talk about is like you're making this story up just go tell mm -hmm. him and then you would say things like well I'm afraid of what he's gonna say or what he's gonna think and I always stress to you is like no you need to let him know so you can see what he thinks like if he's mm -hmm. not the right fit mm -hmm. know now mm -hmm. know now early in the relationship rather than you putting up a wall and hiding things and getting further and further into this commitment mm -hmm. and then finding out he doesn't like the way you do something or he doesn't mm -hmm. like the way you act or he thinks you're too clingy or he thinks you're too distant or whatever it may be like find those things out now and mm -hmm. It's, it causes nervousness. I understand that. That rejection is very scary. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> but to me, what helps me is what's even more scary to me is like feeling that, that I get from being where I'm at and like knowing that I'm unhappy. Mm -hmm. Like the certainty of being unhappy that I'm in right now is more scary than just going out and doing what what I'm afraid of mm -hmm. and finding out what's on the other side. Like I'd rather do that a hundred times than sit in my own misery and, and, and know that I'm gonna be unhappy. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely, I do. And that's why I'm starting to open up more. And it's honestly, it makes me feel great. And I don't have that. I'm not always thinking of like, oh, what if he did this or what if he done that like now I, now I know like if he's not worth my time then it's okay like there's all I'm not saying there's fish in the sea but like like yeah. it's okay well you put a whole lot less energy and everything takes energy right mm -hmm. so you put a lot less energy into thinking 
what he may say or what he may do and you turn that energy into just going and doing it mm -hmm. and then what's beautiful about that is you have energy to react to whatever he may say or do mm -hmm. like you save the energy for that rather than burning it mm -hmm. on what may happen mm -hmm. and also the thing is he makes me feel comfortable on talking about my feelings you know and that's that's a big reason why I kind of thought like if I'm I'm gonna put I'm gonna put my all into this because I feel like you um you make me feel comfortable and I'm willing to take that risk of getting hurt for something great something that could be great you know and what's changed that because before you were very scared of doing that and you would even enter a you know a, into a new we won't call them relationships but mm -hmm. just into a new interaction with the boy with already a wall up with already you setting standards for yourself or rules for yourself that you're not going to open up to a certain extent mm -hmm. and that you were going to try to go and really get to know this person but not even let yourself be known mm -hmm. because of you were so afraid of being hurt because of what all the hurt that you've received in the past from relationships mm -hmm. so what was the big shift there that now you're saying well I gotta give them my all in order to get that that ecstasy of feeling of love and attention that that healthy in a healthy relationship like what makes you now have the strength to be vulnerable because when I was in that relationship I knew that I wasn't gonna open up and I knew I had that wall so I was saying, like, if that relationship didn't work and if I'm going to go into another relationship the same way I did that, like, how is the outcome going to be different, you know? So I knew that I had to change something to get a different, a different outcome and a different outcome. So how afraid are you right now that you're doing something new, you're being more vulnerable than you've ever have been? with another guy with this with the with your current um, relationship you're in I'm like I'm really scared but like I it's more I'm scared but I'm more excited for what to come because I know I'm I'm being myself and and I'm doing everything I can to show him that I like him and Again, like I'm being myself, so if he doesn't accept that, then he's not worth my time because I can't give him any more than me being myself. And I know, and now in my head, I know that <clears throat> I feel like everything happens for a reason. So, like, if he doesn't accept me for who I am, then there is going to be another person that accepts me for who I am, and that's going to make me even, even happier, you know? So, I know that he's making me really happy, and if he doesn't accept me, then if I be myself with someone that does accept me, how imagine how happy I'm going to be when that happens. Instead of you trying to conform to what they want you to be, mm -hmm. you're, you're focused on finding somebody that is open to what open to you being you, mm -hmm. but also to grow together. Yeah. Like it be a, like it be a, like a, an agreement amongst each other that, you will compromise mm -hmm. but you're not going to change who you are just to try to be in a relationship yeah where in most cases 
it's the other way around, right? Mm -hmm. Somebody gets with somebody and they're so afraid of losing that person that they're willing to change, do things that they wouldn't normally do, even mm -hmm. be miserable. Like some people are miserable in relationships, but they'd rather have that misery than be alone. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's you know sad to see. Mm -hmm. But it does take a huge risk, a lot of courage to do what you're doing. And like you said, to be, hey, this is me, this is who I'm gonna be. Mm -hmm. And I need to find somebody who wants to work with me on it. Mm -hmm. He definitely does help me work on it because I there's this time where I got upset and and he was trying to talk to me and I wasn't really like opening up like I was just like oh, everything's okay like I'm fine like I'm good and he like and then I would just like you know cross my arms and just look the other way you know and like obviously like so there's something wrong with him like something wrong with me and then he just said like like Isabel like you're the one that said you wanted to start opening up like this is how you're gonna like this is your time to do it you know and like in my head I'm just like exactly what I said like I know it's my time but like I was kind of like you know like I don't know if I if I should I don't even know if I can be upset at this and I don't know if I can be upset at you for doing what you're doing so I was just like you know I just need some time to think you know and then after that like I got I thought about it and I knew like if that made me upset like I know that if he did it again like it's gonna make me more upset so if I tell him if it made me upset maybe he what's it called he will understand and not do it again or maybe he what's it called he would flip out and at, like tell me like you can't feel that way blah 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 and then right there and I knew like okay that maybe that's this is not gonna work out if we can't overcome this little problem and I ended up did I ended up telling him why it made me upset and how it made me how it made me feel and he told me okay I won't do it again and right there like it probably doesn't seem like too much but like to me to hear that like for me to I've never really heard that from a guy that I've liked or shared interest in and it kind of just like like blew me away like I was kind of like wow and you never would have right if yeah. you didn't change yourself if yeah. you didn't start working on yourself definitely so where where do you get that from like the mindset that you have this knowledge you have about relationships it, how how can if you can learn it anybody can learn it right mm -hmm. if they actually are going to put in the work mm -hmm. so like give some examples of where you've learned from so maybe some others can start down that path well, my father and his fiance is a perfect example. And I started asking more questions to you, more questions to Crystal. And the, the, most, the answer that I always get was communication. Com communication is key, and it honestly is. And, I, and so I was just like, okay, like if that works, like, and I, still in my head when I first hear it, I was like, how's that gonna work like you know it's not gonna no, work that's dumb. yeah <laughs> that's dumb but unless I like I tried it and like and I started getting I started getting answers that I needed and I just seemed like it just helped a lot so I was just like okay and I started on YouTube always YouTube is always a good place to go like if you have any questions the internet like and they always just say that most things that popped up was communication 
and I really feel like well obviously it does work mm-hmm. and I it was just like always just paying attention to how you are with Crystal or how Michael Michael is with Sienna is just my environment and the relationships that are around me that I really admired and paid attention to yeah, and I think that's huge well one thank you very much <laughs> but also I think that is a great point unfortunately not every person not you know every young woman has that or young man has that good example or has that somebody to go talk to and like the the amount and level to openness that we have when it comes to communication is not regular unfortunately like mm-hmm. girls can't go talk to their dad about their boyfriend like their mm-hmm. dad's so strict and say that you can't have a boyfriend you can't mm-hmm. go out you can't do this and usually because of that those girls are the ones that are t- the most like wild because mm-hmm. they're you know so strict around their family as soon as they get away from them they go crazy and so it's always been very important to me to be open with my daughters and to mm-hmm. like hold nothing back because what i see a lot is parents even though they don't even acted in their own relationship and mm-hmm. made they're unhappy in their relationship with mm-hmm. each other they're you know that they still feed their kids the same type of lies mm-hmm. for and which just creates a recipe to get in that unhappy relationship mm-hmm. so I would I think it's just what what I think is important is that you even if you don't have parents or or uncles or family that you have relationships around you all the time mm-hmm. and you sh- you shouldn't just see how one is and say oh that's what I want mm-hmm. you pick what works for you like mm-hmm. you pick up the pieces as you go you see that oh maybe you're maybe you do like something that your parents have mm-hmm. maybe you do like something that your cousins have mm-hmm. and you and you take what works for you and you keep it and then you build off on your own but mm-hmm. I want you to be always be aware that even when if it's coming from me that you don't take it and just run with it you mm-hmm. always put you know your own twist on it I definitely do yeah. and and so it's important also that just people know that be careful who you're listening to because a lot of times they don't even drink their own Kool-Aid Mm-hmm. And they're telling you something that necessarily something that they don't even believe in themselves, and they, you know, practice they don't practice themselves. Mm-hmm. So, I, this is a big reason why we do this podcast is so people can start listening, start a conversation. They can ask questions, and we can answer them to the best of just what our experiences are. Mm-hmm and help them grow there, you know, to just to be another place to go to get information. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Is there anything else you'd like to add? To that subject? To this talk? Mm-hmm. Just know your value and hold yourself up. So hold yourself the way you want to be treated because then you're going to attract people like that and it's scary 
It is. It's scary, but it's worth it. The outcome is very much worth it. It's not. It's not very temp. It's what's it called? It's better than a temporary happy. This is like a ongoing happiness. As long as you keep on working on it, that you're going to be happier than you were. Thank you very much. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you heard something insightful you think someone else would benefit from hearing, please share and make sure to subscribe in order to stay up to date with future episodes.